You're tuned in to local programming on 97.7 WAOV and NewsKnoxCounty.com. The information and opinions voiced on the Mark and Mark Show is for general information only. WAOV Radio and the original company assumes no responsibility for errors or omissions in the content of the program. Broadcasting for over five years from the historic Brevoort House in downtown Vincennes, this is the Mark and Mark Show. It's a show about everything. A show about nothing. Featuring Joe Heron, Chris Haddix, Dave Hill, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and Haley Lancaster. We now go live to the WAOV studios for the Mark and Mark Show with your hosts, Mark McNeese and Mark Hill. And we're oh, on. Hey. He told you that we were on. Well, you knew we weren't going to be prepared. Well, this is the worst show ever that you have turned into <laughs> no, here this is on the best show ever. Ninety-seven point seven WAOV. It's the Mark and Mark show. Well, it's and, the Mark and Haley show. It, today it See, is. See, I got to thinking about this. You know, yeah. you and I were speculating. It's like. Well, what are we going to talk about? This is two of us. I'm like, really? We let two of us the have a hard time talking? The two people on this whole dang right? on show. So, uh, so I'm thinking to myself, well, it's like now 4th of July. You know, okay, yeah. the other Mark is going to be walking in the parade. <gasps> so we'll be on the dais by ourselves. Oh At least we're gosh. part of the time. We don't have to share the microphone. Right, right. We each have our own microphones. It's yes. kind of like this, right? right. So, nice, nice, nice. So maybe we should come up with our own, like, separate podcast, you know, the Mark and Haley show. Oh, yeah. they don't need more of us. <laughs> you know my we're, job's not going to let me off work I early know. to come do some you know, dopey radio see, show. Haley was the original three. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we uh, and it was actually in the outgrowth of the uh, Fourth of July parade as well, so uh, we're very happy to have Haley in studio. You know, since uh, school is out now, and you yeah. missed that first week because of some uh, other obligation, or it was uh, court, like the court, my, court, oh. court. My spouse, as you know, is oh, police, yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. so he's had to make a lot. Like all of a sudden, just a bunch of cases are coming up on the docket, okay. and. And he had court and couldn't get out of it. And like, yeah. no one wants to hear Henry on the radio. Just <laughs> well, we don't fart, know. Just you make know, fart jokes and you zombies never know. the whole we time. We had that discussion <laughs> last week about, you know, well, maybe we should have. At one time we talked about having a spouse show. And then, then we kind of like that kind of devolved. And then, then we sort of said, well, maybe we have a kid show, you know, because I'm sure that we get uh, Josie in here. She would talk. You know, oh my gosh! Non-stop, it, it would be hysterical if you had Jenny and TJ on here. It would just be the introvert show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Didn't we and have you know, a Mary show? Gay's not, Mary Gay's not exactly uh-huh. that. You know. Did well, we have a show one time where Jenny and another lady was on? I think you were. Yeah, with I was them. gone yeah, or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And it was like kind of like almost spouse show. Yeah, all, yeah. An almost spouse yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. like okay. it was almost a whole spouse. Well, so. Let's see. Well, you read some Mark and Mark show where we always start our show off with good week, bad week. My good week is it is Josie, speak of the devil. Her birthday is tomorrow. So, and we we had I had lunch with all the grandkids, and I was like, I finally got it. I got a mnemonic device for every grandkid in Amanda's family. So, okay. Vincent is January twenty fifth. So that's exactly one month after Christmas, right? So, okay. So that's Christmas. Then Colette's Valentine's Day. No no brainer, right? Okay. Uh, Sam is three two one March twenty first three two one, and so then um, uh, Josie is six seven. So okay. it's really kind of nice. You have all so those. I have know. just I just plug, plug them all in my phone and then right. put them. Oh, I do that alert. too. <laughs> That's my fail safe. I'm like, who's? And then I was like scrambling because I have eight grandchildren. I'm like Olivia. That's the only one I don't know. Well, hers is four four. So it's like fun. Oh, Logan's is 
816. So okay. eight times. So now everybody's going to go steal your grandkids' identities now. There you go. They're all out there. <laughs> all so anyway, in. Josie's birthday tomorrow, spring on Main Street, big success, a lot of fun. Um, I did something different. I've been usually worked the bar or the beer garden. And, uh, but this year we, uh, United Way is having a half pot sale. And so we mm-hmm. introduced our half pot there, um, on the uh, main street. And then Adam Shank, and I, you know, I saved this for sports, but we're probably not going to have that segment. Um, Adam Shank, <laughs> Adam Shank had another top 10 finish yeah. and qualified for the British Open. How cool is yeah. that? And, uh, cool. so then, and then meanwhile, my wife and I have always had opposite, sort of uh, priorities at different times of the year. So, like, I'm trying to recover from rendezvous and do all that. Now we're getting ready for our campaign. we got all these balls up in the air and everything. Mary Gay's like, well, it's time to uh, improve the home. Time to, uh, oh. <laughs> to... We got floor samples. We got rug samples. We got counter samples. I'm like, really? And it's like, oh, my God. So she kind of drives me crazy with that. Uh-huh. But, our, but our backyard and our landscape has never looked better. And then my bad week is the Cardinals are just awful right now. Lost the last four games in a row. My my good friend that I text after during and after every game uh, is a farmer, so he's listening to the games all the time out on his combine and stuff. And he's like, he's like, we got the Cardinals, you know, are, are have four flats. <laughs> he says they're not they're not moving forward. They're four flats. So you're a good week, bad week, or you know. How, when was the last time I was here? Spring break? I don't know. Probably um, spring break, yeah. So we just finished up birthday season. Um, my husband's birthday was yesterday. Mm. He had probably Happy the most boring... Happy belated, TJ. So. He probably had the most boring birthday ever because uh, I had to go do it. Younger or older? Huh? Is he younger He's or older. older? He's older. He's older. So Not by a lot, though, right? He, just by one year. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So uh, we were... I, I had to... Presented a conference and Scott's gone. You want to get on the you want to get on the board? We can start playing <laughs> play some really weird bump music. He just left us unsupervised. Oh, he didn't go um, very far. <laughs> I had to go present at a conference, and so Henry was with my parents, and so my I guess my husband's greatest gift was uninterrupted sleep. Right, there you go. He didn't want me to bake him a pie or anything. We woke him up. We gave him a present. He ate leftovers. I'm like, you know what? Good for you, buddy. Uh, Henry just turned eight. His birthday yes. was a week before. Right. And then eight. the one thing that boy wanted was a was a friend birthday party. And so he wanted a party at Jumpin' Jack's with okay. some, just a handful of friends. You said right age for that, yeah. And man, those kids did not stop jumping, bouncing. It's like a casino for kids getting <laughs> those tickets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, May 9th was my birthday, and it was the big... Um, this is the boy- day after his. Uh, no, I'm May 9th. Henry is May tw- uh, May 25th. May 25th. And then my husband is uh, That's June 5th. I should remember that, because yeah. you know, your son was born device. during the rendezvous or around the it, rendezvous. He, he was born right after the rendezvous. I was yeah. grotesquely pregnant at the rendezvous. Still my favorite rendezvous picture is <laughs> you and Ashley, BFFs forever and ever and ever, you know, both is uh-huh. extremely pregnant. So Sitting pregnant. there, you know, and, and just in the mild temperatures of the rendezvous. <laughs> uh, I look at that was picture. This year. I love that you laugh. I look at that picture and all I can think is how swollen oh, and Oh, I can't I imagine. I can't so, imagine. So uh, I turned 40 this year. This best birthday yes. was your 40th and we yeah. did nothing. About, I mean, nobody we blew that up anywhere. Know. Oh, my God. We're going to make up for that. It was well, the happy, 
thank you. Ordinarily, see, we'd say you've reached middle age, but now I've just. You know what I learned is that, like, the big, like, over the hill, black balloons, vultures, tombstones. I had like, that at 40. That's not a thing anymore. You know, oh, no, but it was when I turned 40. It was when you, you and know, when mom you know turned who, 40. You, you know who came and wailed at my office? In black attire, Who? Sandra Lang. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> if you're within the sound of my voice, Sandra, she came and uh-huh. cried for my 40th birthday. I remember when um, my mom turned 40 and we had like a paper mache vulture to greet her <laughs> right. at the front door. And my brother and I hid black balloons all over the house. And right? like we made this big deal about it. We, um, we got her a stuffed velociraptor, like an original plush toy from Jurassic Park. Right. She's a dinosaur. Huh? You don't get it, huh? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. <laughs> no, it gets better. She loved that thing. She put it in her nurse's office to, like, guard her nurse's office. And then when I turned 40, she gave it to me. <laughs> it still has the original tag on really? it. Like, the 1993 first movie. No It still kidding. has the original tag. It's probably worth money. It's I in probably such is. good shape. That's very cool. But, you know, that's, you know, that's my good week. That's my good month. Um, in terms of, like, my bad week. This something happened about like the end of the school year, and I know we're not supposed to talk about work, but man, yeah. did it sneak cool. up! Yeah. It it snuck up on me. Like everything got done that needed to get done, mm-hmm. except like the house cleaning in my room, and like I have a to do list a mile long. Like you should just, I mean, the that's amount a long, of, yeah, that's a long list. I only see three things checked off of there. There's only two (laughs) things checked off here. And it's like the summer things to do. And among them are like things that have to be done in my classroom that just did not get done. And basically it was like, oh, they're not cleaning my carpets or painting my room. Great. I'm not going (laughs) to worry about it right now. It's fine. Right. But, um, yeah, thinking about that, like I'd rather just be watching Netflix and napping. But. So I've got, to, I've got to put this in perspective, and I think you'll okay. appreciate this because a lot of a lot of our show have really talked about how it's generational. Okay. It's got like, you know, like, so there's you know, me, obviously, the grandpa of the group, you know, and then Mark's kind of like uh, my kid brother, right? I mean, he's too young to be my son. <laughs> I mean, too old to be my son. Okay. Then, my, then Dave's my baby, my baby brother. You know, Joe's kind of similar in age to... Well, no, he's not old as Dave. I mean, Joe's really closer to you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I put it in perspective for you because I always my memory of Haley, early oh memories, is in Lincoln Singers and in oh, okay. shows. Like how how right? young and embarrassing. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> how far back because like so, my daughter's forty four, my son's forty two, and Haley's forty, and so mm-hmm. you know, I was still when Adam was in. Um, yeah. Stop. You were in some of those shows and things, and so I'm trying to think. If I, I don't think I ever did a were show ever with, with him. Yeah. So we when had was seven. Was seven brides? Seven brides with seven sisters. Seven. seven was that his senior year? That was his senior year. I did tech for that show. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. I got I got cut from that show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You auditioned to be one of the brides. I auditioned to be anybody, and I, <laughs> I, got, I got cut from that one. Make so it. I got, did, and you got tech. And and I yeah, and so I did I did makeup. In spotlight for that. And I remember that you had the curliest hair. You had like this Harpo kind of. Uh, <laughs> remember that that yeah. a, that stage of your life? Yeah, yeah. but it's just kind of like that. Just kind of falls into into sequence, and so and then Aaron to me is a, it's kind of like Adam female. You know, I mean, it's like she she and Adam are very similar in terms of uh-huh. philosophy, being doctors, and what they espouse and different stuff. So I kind of relate to her that way. Okay. So everybody's got their kind of. Kind of niche, but uh, yeah. now you know. For when I was in fifth grade for Halloween, it was Harpo Marx. Yes, 
I, see? Yeah. I, I can see that. I definitely I, see that. I was. And I had a whole bit, too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I didn't even say trick-or-treat. I had a sign that said trick-or-treat. And, did you and have I, had a horn? A, I had a horn. <laughs> I still remember there was this house I stopped at at Summit Road. I don't know who it was, but, like, the little old lady opens the it. The walk up the hill. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, the little old lady opens it, and she sees me. And Ashley's with me, by the way. Okay. Ashley was with me. And she's dressed as Cleopatra, and I'm dressed as Harper Marks. Harper Marks. And here I am, like, honk, honk, and I'm holding a sign that says, like, trick-or-treat. And that woman loses it. And she yells back to her husband, like, Bill, come here. And he's like, I don't want to. No, this is worth it. You need to come here. He begrudgingly comes to the door and again sees me. And he loses it. <laughs> it was that generational All right. So you, uh, we've reached the first break here in the uh, Haley's 40 show. And uh, <laughs> we're celebrating this entire uh, month late, but that's okay. Um, so uh, when we come back, we'll uh, jump into our word of the day. Oh, and, okay. And yeah. I have a baseball word of the day. Scott's got a list of all kinds of what this day is in history. And we'll see what Haley has here on the Market Haley Show. Within the last half hour, there's a good chance you were on your smartphone. Or there's a good chance you were on your laptop, tablet, or desktop searching the internet for some much-needed information. As a business owner or manager, you've got products and services and you need to reach new customers. We can help. TOC Direct Digital can help build you a custom digital campaign. Just email digital at originalcompany.com. That's digital at originalcompany.com. It'll be AM. AM to 14.50 AM because no one apparently is listening on 97.7 WAOV because... These um, people are going to be deprived of Sean Hannity later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we just found out on the break that they're having antenna issues, so no one on FM is hearing this. So shout out to you, hardcore AM listeners. Yeah, and tell people. And then anyone on YouTube. If you're surprisingly this. listening to the AM, please tell your friends that yeah. uh, we're out there. We're having fun talking about it. And this will be podcast, so it's still Haley's 40th birthday party. So uh, our baseball word of the day today is exit velocity. You know, you know, baseball is so heavily driven by statistics and all kinds of things. And the latest thing over the last two or three years has been how you launch the ball, especially if you're trying to hit a home run. Okay. So you have to hit a certain angle and a certain speed to get it out of most ballparks, with the exception of Cincinnati, where a pop flies a home run. Okay. Um, and so that's my baseball word of the day. So, Haley, you've had the, different things. So. The Merriam-Webster word of the day today is trenchant. Is what? Trenchant. 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 Yeah. A formal word that is usually used to describe communication that is notably strong, clear, and perceptive, or in other words, Sharp. Sharp. Using in a sentence, the author's trenchant wit was very evident in the critique she wrote of the much-acclaimed femme. Film. And see, these yeah. days, the only place you're going to hear that is on the AM dial anyway. I know, but that's where all <laughs> it's the like, smart It's like being on PBS now, right? Did I you mean, hear like a thing? Is it like um, AM radio? Like, is it uh, Teslas like are not coming with AM radio or well, something? That, that's what? the big thing right now. They're, yeah. they're, they're, you have to get an adapter, right? No. They're, in fact, I don't know if it's over with or not now, but they're meeting today that the federal government's going to require. Ooh. Because p- part of the AM is where they do the broadcasting for the tornadoes and yeah. all that stuff. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah, interesting. So they're, they're, gonna, they're pushing that right now. So, hmm. so, so okay. That's an interesting thing. See, I knew a thing. I knew a thing about AM right. radio. You like one that? of the things we were thinking about doing, I'm, I'm serving on the Eclipse Committee, imagine that. 
And uh, so one of the things that we thought about doing is, you know, like as people approach the area, you know, we'll have those kind of low frequency kind of radio stations where you can say, hey, if you want to find out about the eclipse, you know, like Ooh, where parking yeah. is or what's going on. But we're on. Ho! Oh, happy birthday, Haley. How old are you? I'm. Are we back on? We're actually back on. We're back FM on FM right now. We have to repeat the whole first segment. Sorry, we're gonna start over. Hello, hi. This is the Mark and Mark Show on ninety-seven point seven WAOV. She had a good week. I had a bad week. Now we're now, now we're, we're word of the days. Talking about eclipses. I'm forty. Let's move on. There you go. So um, hey, I didn't tell you what my husband got me for my fortieth birthday. No, you didn't. I got a treadmill. A treadmill. I got a really nice treadmill too. Nice. Now, now it's part of the rules. A... Uh, it's one of those rules that like you're not supposed to get your spouse workout equipment right. or, or vacuum house cleaning. Cleaners. Yeah, <laughs> unless they specifically vehemently ask. Oh, and I did. I said I wanted a treadmill. Nice. I and I gave them all the reasons why. And mm-hmm. I even argued that like it's a family gift. And and I told him, you go pick out what you what you would want in a treadmill, and I would adapt to it. And so we got one of those cool Nordic, not a Peloton. Mm. It's a Nordic track that's that dope. does that's, what the Peloton does, where right. you can do the courses right. and stuff like that. So, yeah. And now I have a Netflix show. Do you do this for, like, if you're on a machine, there's a show you only watch when you're on the machine? Okay. So that's how I've been watching Queen Charlotte. On, on Queen Netflix. Charlotte. Yeah, it's like a Bridgerton spinoff on okay, Netflix. So okay. I will only let myself watch, that watch when it you're on, the, on the treadmill. That's not, a bad, has, that's not a bad idea. But they have classes like I did a trail, like jogging a trail in Montana. Yeah, and it's yeah. like live. And the machine so you have goes... A, a, a video has that, a screen, okay, yeah. and you're with the runner, and it goes up and down, cool. and speeds up and slows down. It's Peloton like. So, yeah. yeah, it's Peloton. Nice. It's Peloton ish. I, yeah. I I really abhor the treadmill. I used to do treadmill, but I I'm an outdoor runner walker, and I just like there's something about being outdoors, being nature, and mm-hmm. stuff that's really most appealing. Yeah, see, I I agree with you, but then I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I don't like to get up and walk. I also and you don't want to run it. Five o'clock and in the you evening don't want to do it. And oh, then, and then that that like winter blues, you can't get mm, outside. Right. But I can get on a treadmill. Yeah, there you go. I can do that. It meets your uh, needs. And then my dad, my dad uh, is going to get me a night at the theater. For He's going to give you a night at the theater. At the night at the theater. Okay. And so he told me to go pick a show that I wanted to go see. Yeah, and, and that, it is. Uh, we're going to go see Frankenstein at the Indiana Repertory oh, really? Theater. So th- now this is old school Frankenstein, not young Frankenstein. Not young Frankenstein. <laughs> right, no. It's right. like an ad- it's an adaptation of Mary Shelley's okay. Frankenstein, and cool. it's I love the Indiana Repertory Theater. Oh, it is. And, it's a beautiful place. And so Dad's gonna get TJ and I. Uh, at, we're doing St. Elmo's. Uh, got a hotel. Nice. I know. I've never done St. Elmo's. So oh, St. Elmo. Yeah. That was See, my brother was very easy to get for his 40th. Yeah. He got my brother the IndyCar experience where he okay. gets to ride in the IndyCar right. at IndyCar speeds. Yeah. So, like, that's it. But then my, my dad is like, well, Haley doesn't want to get an IndyCar. <laughs> <laughs> but I know. So, um, yeah. I and, and none of the touring shows, no, like, nothing's coming into Indy yeah. that I want to see. I've already seen Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Wicked has already gone again. And nothing's going to the Fabulous Fox in St. Louis that I'm no, into seeing. I didn't so see I was like, you know what? I love the IRT. Yeah. And I would like that. So that's, cool. that's what I want. It's a very cool choice. Mm-hmm. So very, you're, you're very a soccer fan, choice. right? I am a soccer did, fan. Did you see their breaking ground on the new stadium? I did see that yeah and i've been to a couple indy 11 games and well, it's a good time i'm i'm trying to co- coach my son who's moving to indianapolis in september <gasps> hey don't go past a two-year lease because you know maybe in two years because mm-hmm. they're building apartments uh-huh. next to the stadium i'm like 
Hey, you know, so, yeah, hey. So, and speaking of which, you are a sycamore. I am. And ISU, I know you don't like talking about sports, but, but ISU baseball team, baseball team is, yeah, won the regional. Time. And they beat Iowa mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like, that's, you know, I'm sure Iowa's go- sulking back to the yeah. uh, mid, the real I Midwest. Not a future sycamore. They, did, right. Yeah, Johnny's that's going right. there. Who has a Indiana baseball shirt? Because they said to us when we were in the store that day, the right state really, in between. They're really uh, doing good well last year, so we got these new shirts. I saw him wearing that yeah, at school so, one day. I'm yeah. like, oh, look at we you, know Johnny. Clint played at mm-hmm. ISU. You know, what I mean, uh-huh. they have a good. They program. also have a regional team that a lot of people don't know about called the the Terre Haute Rex. Yeah, yeah. And and I went to a couple of Rex yeah. games when there's I was an undergrad. Yeah, they were much like minor league baseball. Just baseball is one of those things I have to be in person to watch it. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. Watch oh, it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm uh, obsessed about baseball, but but I agree. There's nothing. See, I'm I'm really old school. I mean, I keep a scorecard. Mm-hmm. I like teach my grandchildren how well, to keep score. My oldest son did that during the regionals for Lincoln. He set with a scorebook and mm-hmm. kept all the stats. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's me. So, so Scott, you got a list of I some do. things. I do. This is the sixth uh, of June. Okay. Today. Oh, is, I know this one. What is it? It's D-Day. 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 Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. My brother there's, was the first one rest on that. In pre- rest in peace to my grandpa, there's there a, who is D-Day plus six. <laughs> there's another D. It's drive-in movie day. Drive-in movie so, day. Oh. You know, for all those I'll of, tell you some great drive-in movies. Well, mm-hmm. no, I can't tell all those. <laughs> Mark. Um, for all the foodies out there, National Applesauce Cake Day. Applesauce Cake? Applesauce National Cake Day. Churro Day. Oh, what? I'm down with that. National okay, yeah, yeah. Churro, churro Day. Churro Day. Uh-huh. And then for all three of us, it's National Eyewear Day. Oh, so, yeah. All three of us. In uh, my bifocals, because I'm 40, yeah. So I, uh, I don't do this one. Gardening Exercise Day. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Higher Education Day. Woohoo! There you yeah. go. And the best one, National Yo-Yo Day. There you go. I like that. Oh, In okay. fact, there was so we were watching American Ninja Warriors last night, and one of their guys was the Yo-Yo Ninja. And he, he started off by, by doing yo-yo stuff oh, before goodness. he took off. So I got some birthdays. It's what? Got some birthdays. Okay, some birthdays. Uh, Colin Quinn, comedian. Okay, yes. Stevie Vai, the musician. Yeah. Stevie Vai. Uh, Bjorn Borg. Bjorn Borg is mm-hmm. 60 something? 67. Who's that? Yeah. Wow. He tennis was a great player. tennis player. Yeah, great tennis oh, player. Okay. Oh, yeah. John McEnroe. <clears throat> uh, I'll give you the name. You tell me who he was. Robert okay. England. Robert England was. Uh, 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 um, uh, <laughs> I Freddy, love it. Freddy the Nightmare. Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I never you saw me the whole time I'm over here. Yeah, the gestures really <laughs> helped. Yeah. And then the one I thought of is, is Paul Giamatti. Oh, oh Paul, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's yeah. a great, great actor. Great, great character actor, actor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow. Sideways, one of my favorite movies of all time. And then tomorrow. <laughs> We're not we'll, drinking any blanking Merlot. <laughs> tomorrow, Bill Hader. Okay, Bill Hader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anna Cornacovia. Um, Mike Pence, former vice president, Liam Neeson, and Prince would have been um, 54? 65. 60? Ah. Prince would have been 60. Born in 1958. How long so. has he been gone? Since 16, 2016, so it'll be seven years. You know, there's just a ah. Supreme Court case revolving Andy Warhol and a picture of Prince, right? Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. It was like a super interesting copyright case. Wow. And of course I say that, that it's super interesting because that's the type of person that I am. Yeah, yeah. of course. So. But Prince, I'm, I'm, I, I, lo- I love Prince. I mean, I, you talk about somebody that's gone, you know, too soon. And I mean, I just, you know, his music 
past I still think his uh, halftime performance was the best one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially uh-huh. as you're yeah. singing Purple Rain and it's raining. Well, when you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. you know, they, they play, they have certain uh, things they play in their theater on top. And, you know, print, print, they play uh, uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Uh, a salute to Harrison that was at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and all these guitarists um, and and Prince just melted the audience at that particular show. So that's the signature thing they show in this amazing theater. It's on top of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and of course the speakers are just unbelievable. You feel like you're just right on top of that. And, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I still remember my mother becoming unglued when he performed. I, I think it may have been like the VMAs or something, like the mm. MTV VMAs. And uh, he, I think it was the song um, Blank Control. Uh-huh. And he showed his bare bottom on TV. Like he turned around <laughs> and like his butt was cut out of, oh, really? of his oh, outfit. <laughs> and like I'm a little kid watching this with my brother and my mom. <laughs> Like my mom genuinely liked Prince, and it mm. appealed to like right. her R and B pop. Yeah, a lot rock. of cross appeal. Yeah, yeah a lot of cross appeal. Much. And yeah. my mom was like, "Oh no, I'm a bad parent." And yeah. <laughs> Craig and I are like, "Ass his butt." I, I just say, "Yeah, classic Prince." He, he just has some of the greatest solos. I mean, you know, and of course, I, I love Purple Rain. I mean, it wasn't a movie masterpiece, but I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of fun, and you know, Morris and the Time, and oh, yeah. all those songs, and it's just like been crazy. You know, that, I love that. The, the end of crazy is the boom, no, 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 you know, it just keeps going. That's you want to know a confession? Sure. I've never I'm seen a, Purple Rain. Or your 40th birthday. I bet I have that on disc. You have a disc player? Oh my gosh. DVD player, you know. That's a, that's a great movie to watch. That, oh yeah. And of course, you know, I got to be honest, you know, and, uh, you know, Apollonia, you know, was sort of one of those. Uh, model slash actresses that mm-hmm. was you know his heartthrob in that and yeah and, uh, she was um, yeah mm-hmm. she caught a lot of people's eyes yep <laughs> let's just say that yeah so um, we're closing in on the hard break as Mark would say if you were here sorry Mark um, so when we come back we'll get into our favorite segment which is best of streaming pop culture uh-huh. what Haley's been reading all those wonderful things Mark even brought a prop yeah I did here on the Mark I wanted to show Haley I do actually read books occasionally <laughs> <laughs> here on the Market Haley Show have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Nice club music, Scott. You've reached the Mark and Haley show. Here we've got Haley in the studio. Reminiscing and celebrating her 40th birthday a week or two late. And uh, I wanted to touch back on something we talked about last segment that Scott mentioned. It's uh, driving movie. Uh, day or throwback day or whatever. When I took my kids to their first ever drive-in movie, <clears throat> we went to see E.T. You know, okay. like oh and, yeah, and that's so, way back. So and and it actually happened to be uh, you know well the first feature of a double feature, and it was like at dusk. And you remember like when yeah. when you try to watch a movie in a movie theater at dusk, it doesn't 
play as well as it does when it's really totally dark. Yeah. Well, if you remember the opening scene of um, E.T., I do it's, not. You, you're walking through the woods and the man with the keys, right? And he's, and, but it's, it's foggy, and so the kids are like, I can't. What's going on? Your dad turned the window wipers on because they thought it was they thought it was the atmosphere oh, and the you know. Funny. But it was just that foggy scene. Plus, it was at dusk and it was kind of like really hard to figure out what was going on. So TJ's been wanting funny. to make the drive to a drive-in. Don't remember the beginning of ET? No. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm, well, good for you. Don't you doing? I remember that. God, come on! I cry every time I see that movie. I remember the Reese's Pieces. I remember the finger glowing thing. Remember the moon. So Haley, best of streaming your first shot oh man so um you know me i love a good cult documentary and the one that everybody's talking about is shiny happy people okay have we not talked about that? i've not I talked mentioned about it in it. the no, group no. chat which yes you again, did which again vincent's greater knox county we have the best group chat of all of, of all time um <laughs> <laughs> but this one is, it is focused on the Duggar family, the yes, 19 yes, kids yes. in I, County, I'm familiar with what you're talking about. But now. it expands upon the religious church affiliation that they have. Okay. And basically how that church organization has, has fostered a culture of abuse. Okay. And then, like, what role did the Duggars play in that? So it wasn't just about the Duggars. It was also about the whole culture that they come from. And there, I thought I knew a lot of, like, the Duggar tabloid mm, gossip. But mm. there was quite a bit about their belief structure that I okay. did not recognize. And quite honestly, like, um, what was the one we all talked about with, like, the extremist Mormon cult? I can't remember what that one was called, oh. but it remind it, honest to God, it reminded me a lot okay. of that same type of mm. top-down structure that fosters a system of manipulation and abuse, right. and and uh, yeah, that's the one that like all of social media is talking about right now because okay. it just and dropped. That's a Netflix. It's, it's on Amazon Prime, Amazon and it's only Prime. four episodes. Okay. And trigger warning for discussions of physical abuse and sexual abuse. Okay. Um, in it. See, that gets but, a little too close to home for a therapist. And, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, in brighter news, I did finish uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, the Isn't series. That wonderful and it was, I, I thought it that. was really good. Yeah. I and really that whole season was uh, future forecast, you know, kind of at times. We went yeah, back and forth. Because was, the whole premise is we know eventually she's going to make it. And so mm, then they spent season right. five showing you that she did make it right. and, and how did that happen. So, I. I was really, I was more concerned about how they were going to finish off Marvelous Miss Maisel than I was um, uh, Ted Lasso. Really? And we're going to talk about Ted Lasso here in a second. Um, If you have Apple TV still, like you haven't gotten rid of it since Ted Lasso finished, um, (laughs) Silo. Lots of other, oh, I love Silo. Silo. Now, I'm behind at least one episode because I promised to my. Five have dropped, I think. Yeah, I promised my husband I would not watch it without him. If you have a a spouse on Midnight Shift, that's really hard. Well, the funny thing about about that show is they have some outstanding actors in that program, but two of them they knock off after the first show. Why you got to be Well, wait a minute. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, they may still be out there. Yeah, they had some ringers in that first pilot, and yeah, yeah. and it did not go the direction that I thought. But and I, I shout out to my husband because he watched the trailer for it one day, and, okay. and he told me he's like, "Babe, you're gonna like this. Like, yeah. it's gonna scratch that dystopian itch that oh, I yeah. know you like." And, and I love Rebecca Ferguson; she's a really good actress yeah. and uh, good for that part. And uh, yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, we've still not made it to the theaters. Um, no one spoils Spider-Verse for me. I have... No, some, I gotta go. I have somehow avoided all of It's all got a Spider-Verse. 98% uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 98%. So let me see here. I am. I have read 26 books. Only? In 2023. Now, my reading goal for 2023 was 41. Okay. I'm already at 26. You're past half. So, do you want me to talk about all 26? No. (laughs) Give me your favorite. So, let me tell you what I just finished. Um, I just finished Timothy Egan's A Fever in the Heartland. A Fever in the Heartland. The Ku Klux Klan's plot to take over America and the woman who stopped them. Wow. And what this book, what it does so differently. Um, in terms of, let me, let me, I don't want to mess up her name because the focus of this is on Madge Oberholzer. Okay. The book is about the rise of the Klan in Indiana. Which was and it really And it really focuses on how was the Klan so successful in Indiana? Martinsville. Because everybody always know. <laughs> no, not Martinsville. Evansville. In Evansville. D.C. Okay. Stevenson got the Klan going in Evansville okay. and then used that to move north in Indianapolis. And then they radiated right out through Vincennes. from there. <laughs> and, and the book actually does not talk about uh, Vincennes. It does talk about the reporter who became an attorney from Vincennes named Joseph Niblack. Okay. And he followed D.C. Stevenson's career. So D.C. Stevenson was like the man behind the Klan in Indiana who was striving to become full control of the Klan and then ultimately run for the White House until he murdered Madge Oberholzer. Okay. Okay. And from, you know, for me, like I knew that like the Klan was super powerful in Indiana and like I, I, but I didn't realize the extent of it. I didn't realize the role that Evansville played in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like, it really put into context for me because why the Klan was so successful in Indiana was because of how they went after the Catholics. Mm. They went after the Catholics and they went after the Jews. Right. Well, guess what? My ancestors are Catholic immigrants. Right. So what? And Madge Oberholzer is from Brazil, Indiana, which okay. is where my ancestors are. And Madge Oberholzer still has ancestors in Brazil, Indiana. So... I, I'm talking to my dad about this. My mm-hmm. dad's in, in the Historical Society in, in, right. uh, in Brazil, and he tells me the story that his grandpa told him. And Joseph Solitris was the first like native-born Solitris. Okay. okay. And that he told, he told my dad that they ran a little private underground mine on the family farm. Hmm. And that they would like go, they dug it out, and that they would get the coal, and their best customers were the black families in Clay mm-hmm. County because they were united against the Klan. Huh. But like all the Catholics and all the black people are like, all right, we're all going to work together because right. the Klan was so was so complicated. But I, ba- it, yeah. the, the book is so interesting because it it documents the rise and the fall of the Klan in Indiana, but frames it on D.C. Stevenson and frames it on Marge Oberholzer, who whose deathbed confession is what brought down D.C. Stevenson. I think so. when Nord Brown was kind of helping with some people downtown at one of the restaurants or buildings that was being restored, he found some old uh, material. And it was like a songbook from, it wasn't from Rotary, but like like that. You know, okay. like, and, and in that was advertising uh, from the Klan. They yeah. were actually advertising in popular kind of stuff mm-hmm. that was in the in the downtown area in, the, in that time. I had a college roommate that uh, and I was at IU in 73 and 74, and he worked for the Indiana Daily Student. And he went 
in period clothing, if I could say that, uh, at a Klan rally to photograph in oh, Martinsville. Wow. Can you imagine? Oh, I my mean, gosh. Yeah, he's lucky to come out of that. I mean, that was kind of like blazing saddles, right? Yeah. I mean, just put the garb on, went in, and took pictures. I'm like, so, I'm like, I mean, it, it was – I got the book at our local public library. I may actually just go and buy a copy of it myself because it was so amazingly well-written. It was like a true crime thriller history book. I would put it on par with Killers of the Flower Moon. Really? Which which is like the premier, like still one of the best-selling okay. his, historical true crime books. Yeah. Um, a couple other recent books I've done is uh, The Collected Regrets of Clover by Miki Brammer, and it's about a death doula. Death doula. 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 A doula. I gotcha. It's a death doula. Right. So instead of bringing people into the world, they help guide people yeah. out wow. of the world. Yeah. And it's about her coping with how she's been holding back in her own life and needs to live it to the fullest. So since we're not doing ghost sports in the final segment, we're going to save our final segment for more of the best of streaming, including our breakdown of Ted Lasso, a wrap-up, if you will, and a few things I've watched in the meantime here on The Mark and Haley Show. Save money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week. Yeah, this has got a vibe of some music there. That's for me. You know, it used Don't to be, I used to pick out the, the butt music, like you know, me. and I and I got so much trouble because I, I, none of my music was from the 21st century, so I gave up on that. And then, of course, we, Aaron was doing it there for a while, mm-hmm. you know. You're going to put some Taylor Swift on there for I, me. I, I found the secret stash of bump music so i <laughs> secret stash of bump and so music. this show and, and the wednesday show were okay with it i did it for the lawyers and they're like mm. no go back so, <laughs> i like the mix they i did, like the they mix. did not oh, like the hilarious. new the new stuff so so in our final segment here we're continuing with best of streaming let me throw away a couple things out real quickly and then we'll talk about ted lasso i'll watch the fablemans have you seen that no that, that's on something uh, i'll find out what it is okay but i know isn't it like steven spielberg yeah, yeah. semi-autobiographical wonderful movie Movie, very touching. Um, Smartless, of course, continue to listen to that podcast. Um, uh, Kelly Coco was on the show this week, but they've done a thing on uh, Max. We know it's not HBO Max now, it's Max. Oh, Max, and, yes. And where yeah. they did a, a tour and six dates where they did uh, Smartless Live okay. in front of an audience. Hilarious. Deb, hilarious. And 75% of it is not their guest and doing the show. It's all the stuff they do back and forth and okay. gives you a great appreciation for those guys. And then I mentioned to Haley, I've just started writing, re- reading a book uh, based on a a group that we have at United Way that deals with diversity, equity, and inclusion. And, and it's a book called I Never Thought of It That Way. And it's, an, it's a journalist who has written a book about um, trying to come to the middle, finding ways to engage people that have very different thinking and moving away from being polarized and sort of starting with the idea that, uh, you know, we can listen, we can find common ground and things that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. which is the era I grew up in politics. You know, I grew yeah. up in, in a, at a time, uh, you know, Watergate and all those kind of things, but Democrats and Republicans reached across the aisle. They worked on common issues. So even the most conservative senator was working with the most liberal senator Senator yeah. around particular issues and things, and we don't see any of that uh, these days. So anyway, that's that's my quick list. So on to Ted Lasso. Um, arguably, um, you know, when I first started this show, 
everybody was into uh, uh, dragons, you know, and and the dragons, uh, <laughs> and so I'm just like. And I had not seen the first five seasons, so I binge watched that one crazy. Okay. And of course, House of Thrones became, you know, my uh, Game of Thrones became my show. You know, I'm just obsessed with it. And this show has altered to for all of us. I mean, uh-huh. you just mentioned like Silo and Seth Mark, and I'll you know throw out a show, and then we'll start watching it. And I mean, we're all geeky enough. A lot of the Marvel sci-fi kind of stuff that okay. we have in common that we find some shows that really do kind of mm-hmm. you know open our eyes, and we really kind of talk about them there. And Ted Lasso, certainly that show, probably one of the most touching. Um, I, I'm not sure what else you compare it to. I mean, I always like. Modern Family, because uh-huh. Modern Family, which was kind of outrageous at times, but it always brought you home to something that was yeah. a core emotion, and you felt better after you watched that show. See, well, you're a therapist, and you just watched a three-season show of people learning to express their emotions. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Of course you, know you would love I mean? that. And yeah. it's very positively reaffirming. And, uh, you know, Adam jokingly had a shirt he had last Christmas that his T-shirt said more a Ted than a Roy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's so um, you want to go through it by character or what What do you want to do as far as how so, you. So here's my big thing. The amount of people I saw on Twitter who were like, no, Rebecca and Ted were supposed to end up together. And oh, I'm my like, God, you, no. You missed the whole point of the show. Huh. Because the whole point of the show is that you saw by season three that the show is going to end. And isn't it mm. refreshing that we have a show that is only three seasons, yeah. unlike like the dead corpse that is Grey's Anatomy that they keep beating <laughs> and won't let Ellen Pompeo Or, or the leave. dead corpse that's a walking dead. I mean, the- <laughs> yes! And I'm like, how refreshing is it? And like the mm. whole point is, is, and like Ted said, like when, when Trent wrote the book, Change the Name, it was never about me. Yeah, that's a great. That he came in... And then he left, and the show's over, and that's it. And I thought it was so refreshing to see a loving platonic relationship between a man and a woman that was done in a positive way. And people were like, no, now he's going to go back to Michelle. I don't think that he went back to Michelle. I think he went back to co-parent his there kid. Was, there was, you know, there were suggestions that you know their their relationship was a little bit on the rock, and mm-hmm. that you know, you, you you really, I think most people kind of knew that Teb was going to leave. He was going to go back. Yeah. And what I found refreshing was, you know, that when the on the final kind of scenes there, I mean, he's coaching his son's soccer team. You know, but it was and, just and so also, endearing. Jason Sudeikis is from Overland Park, which is where my brother lives, right, right. and that is youth soccer capital of the world right? yeah. yes yeah. and so of course he's of course his son plays youth soccer of course he's gonna go do like that makes absolute sense for and, where he's and from. the other theme is just the, re- the 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 redemption the quality of the show and that you know there is a chance to just like jamie's father you yeah. know, jamie's father gets into rehab and now mm-hmm. he's watching his son and rooting for his son and not hating him and those kind uh-huh. of things um, you know, the relationship between Jamie and Roy. I mean, I was just... Okay, so we started talking about this off air, and I said I'm going to share my opinion okay. before. So, again, a lot of people demanding resolution, demanding answers. Mm. And I'm like, that's not what literature is. You right. don't have to have a resolution or answer for anything. The greater point is, is that Keely learned to be her own woman yeah, yeah. and not be defined by a man. Right. And the greater point is that now... Jamie and Roy have a friendship that would not be broken up by a woman right. because even right. even if it comes to pass that down the road she does go back with Roy 
that's not going to change the relationship between Jamie and Roy. Right. So right. that's why, like, this... I mean, I think I think it's made very... Me, personally, I think she's de- she's definitely going to end up with Roy because yeah. of the amount of work that he's been putting into himself. But that whole scene where they visit Jamie's mom's house and where they go and they can't go, you know, sitting uh-huh. on the bed, you know, and the door closes and there's posters of both of them. I, I mean, know. there's so many priceless moments in that in the entire show the the the, uh, the the and of course Rebecca you know comes shows so considerable growth herself yes. you know when she gets this offer to join that high price league it's kind of like mm-hmm. live in golf and they're gonna you know and mm-hmm. then break it up you know and then she gets that whole imagining all these little boys you know uh-huh. throwing a little fit and she you know stands up to them I mean I was, that but here, was great. And, but here's the thing another reason why Ted has to go back because he was Dorothy. Okay. There were so many Wizard of Oz references <laughs> that here is Dorothy going into an entirely different world where she right. doesn't understand the culture. She doesn't know how things work. Everything happens by accident. And then she sets everything aright. And through Dorothy, everybody gets what they need. Okay. And then she leaves. Right. He's Dorothy. Also, That's where good. where's Dorothy from? Kansas. She's from Kansas. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Uh, that's a great. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. And there, there, there are certainly other references to other movies and things, and, mm-hmm. and just the whole uh, show where they're watching a movie together. You know, a relationship kind of movie. Yes. And then, the, and someone made a really good point about like the different relationships that Rebecca has actually mm. mirror the Meg Ryan things. I right, forget what right. that was, but it was like this relationship is sleepless in Seattle and this relationship is you've got mail. And I thought, okay, that's actually kind of interesting. Right. And and still, uh, and there are lots of episodes that really stood out. I, I call the episode Amsterdam. I know that's not the name of it. It is. That is the episode name. And it I think it's called Flowers or, so, or it's like no, tulips. No, it's called is Amsterdam. It's Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, I just, that, that whole... Uh, Top to bottom, you know, with the you know the the manager of the club and loving jazz and uh-huh. taking the you know the 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 kid along with him and you know and you think it's about one thing but it's not you know and it's yep. just like uh, that that whole show and then of course you know Jamie learned how to ride a bike or you know I mean and uh, or Roy riding Roy. bike yeah um, so yeah there were just some priceless scenes in that but then you know at the end you know. Um, uh, you know, Rebecca gets uh, finds her lover again, so to speak. Finds the, and, the flying Dutchman, right? Right. Yes. And and the little girl, you know. And so the, there's that. Here's the of, thing: it's not even the, you know the the psychic told her that she was going to be a mother, right? It's her club. She gives the club to the fans, that's true. and so and when they call her that she's the matriarch, and right. she's like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Because the club and the fans are her babies; yeah, those right. are her children. Yeah. And I think, regardless, like that was going to be her her whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah. so this and show works at I so think, many levels. And yeah. Arthur Bryant's barbecue like got so many shout outs throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Again, another Kansas City right. barbecue thing. Right. I told my brother barbecue. like I'm gonna. I think I'm going to have to try theme, to find right? find Arthur Bryant's barbecue okay. whenever uh, I go out there in July. So, yeah. So you know, there, there's rumors, and of course, Chris is convinced that they're going to come back and have some kind of spinoff. And I'm like, you know, when you take a show like this, oh, it's kind of like all end. the family. You remember they tried to make spinoffs of all the family well, Archie's see, place. That's and stuff. my question. Like, I keep thinking, could they do that with Big Bang Theory? Could they take a character from Big Bang Theory? But then Young Sheldon has been a flop, but, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. So could yeah. you know, like? I always say in the back of my mind, I've been I see things back. Is when 
Sheldon and Amy get married and Raj picks up the sister and the mother. Mm. There's kind of that little connection. And I think, okay. could you make it where he goes, you know, they they say connected. He goes to Texas to live with her. And then, you know, there's a whole spinoff. Like this show, could you yeah. do that? Could, could you have you, yeah. something... I don't know. Oh. I think I think this really. I mean, Frasier was probably one of the rare occurrences. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's, that's a rare yeah. exception. You know? and, I mean, and the third installment's coming yeah. out pretty soon. Yeah. So that was, that was a definite yeah. excellent spinoff so. from from uh, Cheers. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot a lot of those kind of shows don't make it. And like you said, I really kind of like a show that kind of comes just, to finale. It just ends. Like yeah. let's just enjoy the fact we right. got three seasons right. of it. You and know? you can still and, talk about it afterwards. Your insights into that show were amazing, Haley. Thank you for. It's almost uh, like I have a master's degree in English. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, okay, I've been so mansplained at the end of the show. So the so the joke the, the joke about Succession is always like how Shakespearean oh my it God. was. So I Did you about, watch all of it? I watched all of it. Holy smokes. I will we'll, say we'll this. do that next time. I'm not a huge fan of Succession. Like I, I finished it through Painful. and it still was not my favorite. But I have to say this, like everybody kept saying, like, oh, it's so Shakespearean, it's so Shakespearean. Oh, it's like King Lear, and there are definitely some very mm. King Lear mm. vibes in there. I really thought for a second someone was gonna lose their eye. Because <laughs> because that's a King Lear thing, in right? case you don't know. And like the scene where Kendall is like hugging uh Roman mm-hmm. and digging Down the stitches and they're like, Oh my god, like yeah. that is very Shakespeare. That, that is very Shakespearean. That, yeah, that show was it, it, you know and of course, I got that show right. I knew Tom was going to come out on top, and mm-hmm. interesting how, how he did. Yeah. And now Shiv kind of, you know, kind of basically comes back to him, not so much for the kid, but just to. We'll have to talk main, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do another. We'll have to do another on that. We're, we're coming here on like the last 45 seconds. So, as they seconds. say on Smart Loves, bye! We are going to say bye. <laughs> Thanks to the AM listeners Great out there. Great being here, Haley. Thanks. <laughs> Happy birthday. to the talk of the town.